Hello guys and welcome or welcome back to Heike Adulting aka the not so serious guide as to how to live your best life as a teen, late teen, or fresh adult. I am your host Jada Jones and today we've got a phenomenal episode with one of my all-time icons. Love her so much. We've got the wonderful Katie Bellotti. She is quite literally the real life Carrie Bradshaw. So if you guys watch Sex in the City, you guys would know the iconic character Carrie Bradshaw and that is who Katie reminded me of ever since I started following her. So with that being said, we've got her on today and it's great and funny enough, she actually just moved to LA. So she's not necessarily Carrie Bradshaw anymore, but now she's just the iconic Katie Bellotti. And today we've got a different kind of episode. So instead of doing kind of like an interview, talk back and forth type thing, we're doing a dating advice episode. So I asked you guys on my Instagram a while back to give all of your dating questions, relationship advice questions, all of that kind of stuff. So we're going to be doing that today. So instead of like a interview type thing, it's more like two gal pals, like chatting it up and just giving advice, take everything with a grain of salt. And <laughs> that's basically what this episode is going to be. But before we get into the episode, we're going to dive right into my highs and lows of the week, as well as the quote and the reviewer of the week. So yeah. So for the lows, guys, honestly, I didn't really have too bad of a week. I took a break off of social media. So I wasn't on YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, like literally anything, TikTok, nothing at all for a whole week. I only had my sister post like twice on my Instagram story to let them know that a podcast episode was coming out as well as like a video. And that's it. I had such a phenomenal week and it was a really, really great time. That wasn't even a low. There's not really a low for the week, but I do have a really amazing high. <laughs> so if you guys have been keeping up with me on Instagram as well as the podcast, you guys would know that maybe a month and a half ago back, something happened to all of my footage on my hard drive. It was not working. Um, it basically broke. It just started making this beeping noise and none of my videos would recover at all. So as soon as I got back from my Pittsburgh trip, I sent that hard drive in for data recovery because supposedly it's covered underneath uh, my warranty. And I did not know that because guys, if you don't know, data recovery can literally cost upwards of thousands of dollars. Mine would probably cost it anywhere from $3,000 to $5,000. And by that point, I'm just like, take my footage. I don't really care. It's gone. Seagate guys, they are freaking amazing. Um, I received it back uh, maybe about a week ago. Yeah, when I was taking my social media break and uh, literally all of my footage is back. I don't even, I had already mentally parted with all of my footage by that point. I had already accepted that it was going to be gone. But guys, that kind of just shows you what being positive does. You like, it really does because if you guys heard like how like upset I was in my podcast, but just also try to make the best out of it. Like, everyone felt my pain, especially if you're a YouTuber or just someone who, like, really documents your memories. Like, losing everything off of a hard drive that you've done for, like, months and months on end, that's heartbreaking. And there was a one second of the day project that I had on there that I was like, I'm not going to get back. I'm not going to be able to do a 2020 one second of the day. And it's back. Like, literally everything is back. So, oh my gosh, thank you so much to the Seagate team. They were amazing. If you guys are considering buying any hard drives, literally not sponsored, but um, do it from Seagate because you do have data recovery warranty. So, take advantage of that because you never know when that freaking thing is just going to break and you're not going to see any of your stuff. So, love that so much. That was definitely my high of the week. In all, it was a really good week and I hope you guys had a great week as well. Let's get right into the quote of the week. 
So the quote of the week I actually found through Medium. If you guys don't know the website Medium, it is a website where people write articles and kind of post them. During my social media detox, I was getting down a rabbit hole of Medium. I ended up paying for a subscription, like finally. I've been reading Medium articles for the past, like the past like year now, maybe, maybe, maybe so. I love it so much. I don't know why I've never paid for a subscription. I just really enjoy it and I've replaced kind of my social media morning scroll with reading medium articles which I think is a really healthy habit. This quote is coming from a medium article that I read. The article was called 33 things I stole from people smarter than me and number 27 which I find really ironic because that's my birthday number. Imagine life as a game in which you are juggling some five balls in the air. You name them work, family, health, friends, and spirit and you're keeping all of these in the air. You will soon understand that work is a rubber ball. If you drop it, it will bounce back. But the other four balls, family, health, friends, and spirit are made of glass. If you drop one of these, they will be irrevocably scuffed, marked, nicked, damaged, or even shattered. They will never be the same. I've never heard that in my life and it just resonated so much as soon as I read it and I know that it probably resonated with you guys as well, but so true. I think right now everyone's just trying to figure out what is life, you know, and a big part of that is work. How am I making money? How am I going to keep moving forward? How is life going to look like for my career in a year or so with everything going on? Guess what? Work will always come back. Work will always fluctuate. It will always be up sometimes. It will always be down sometimes, no matter what field you're in. But family, health, friends, and your spirit are things that will be shattered if you do not consistently take care of them. So really do prioritize those four things over work. It might seem weird right now because it seems like work is the one thing that we all have to prioritize. But again, you have to take care of those other four things before even thinking about work work and putting work first. I hope you guys like that quote. I loved it so much. I remembered to just screenshot and I was like, this is what I'm reading on the podcast. I definitely highly suggest again, going onto Medium, read some of the articles on there. I think you guys will enjoy it a lot. It's really just chill. And I don't know, I'm like a sucker for the font and just the layout of the app. It makes it so fun to just read articles all day long. Like that's a lot of what I did last week. So Glad that I've switched that out for a really healthy habit of just scrolling on social media and replacing it with just something fun to read. And now the last thing that we've got is the reviewer of the week. The one that I'm going to read is by Golden Glow. And they said, this podcast is amazing. I love Jada's content. Jada's super positive purple heart. (laughs) Thank you so much for sending in a review. And if you guys are enjoying this episode, got anything out of this, do leave a review in Apple Podcasts. It helps a lot and you will be featured in next week's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and I will talk to you guys in next week's podcast so guys today i have the wonderful katie bilotti how are you katie hi i'm so excited to be here dude you you literally have been like the top guest i was like i really want to have her on my podcast like one day (laughs) and then i just figured i was like we need to do like a dating advice episode so this is really different usually i like just interview the guests but i will just leave katie's like bio down below and whatever and you guys can get to know her that way but she's phenomenal i've been following her for a while she just recently moved to la which is so exciting so how has that been Definitely an adjustment. It's just, it's a whole different world compared to New York, but it's been a great adjustment. I feel like I've been kind of forced to slow down, forced to stop and smell the roses. It's honestly been a really good experience so far. It's only been like three weeks, but great so far. That's so nice. That's so nice. Literally, when you posted your apartment, I was like, dude, I was like, you have so much (laughs) space. I was like, that's luxurious. And that's just because like New York, 
you're just never gonna find that, that oh kind my of God, price never. Like, no no you can just find so much more like even like now that you have roommates it's like so much easier you know so right that's so nice so I know you're loving the life that's so awesome so today we are doing a dating advice podcast so this is gonna be super fun and I asked you guys on Instagram to send in your advice questions your relationship issues like whatever's going on without further ado let's get right into the first question slash advice thingy Okay, someone said, are long-distance relationships worth it if you can't see each other? What are your thoughts, Katie? So I think it really depends on the person. And I I say this for a lot of things because I have friends who have been long-distance for years and are totally loving it. I mean, of course, it's not totally ideal, but sometimes it's what has to happen. And it might be better to do that than to not be with that person. For me, though, I am like, I'm going to be totally transparent. For me, if it's like, out of sight, out of mind is very much like how I am. I feel like I, when someone's kind of long distance or like when it gets to be that point, like of course there's been guys in New York who are like, hey, do you want to continue dating like Thea? I'm like, no. I'm like, "Uh, (laughs) no. no." For me, it's very out of sight, out of mind. But like I said, depends Mm -hmm. on the person. I don't know about you, but that's just how I am. (laughs) I'm the exact same way. There's just no, for me, I'm such a like touchy feely person. And obviously like that's not something that can really happen right now. Like, yeah, like if I'm just talking to someone and they're like in New York and I'm moving to LA or like vice versa or like whatever, like I just cut off everything that I was even like pursuing. I just can't, like I'd rather be alone and like figure out things on my own. Exactly. to be like, oh, like let me hold on to something that's so far away. Yeah, I'm very out of sight, out of mind as well. I'm just like, if it doesn't, if it's not like here and like I can see you, it's just, it becomes a distant memory for me. It depends on the person I think that's the overall thing for long distance but you can see what works for you tips for being intentionally single in college intentionally single hmm I mean I feel like if you're already asking that question I feel like you're kind of like headstrong I feel like you kind of already know like what you want to do you know I guess focus on your passions like what you like to do Mm -hmm. and for me I mean there have been points where I need I feel the same way I need to be intentionally single and stop looking around looking on the apps like trying like I feel like and I feel like I'm my happiest when I am that way and I'm like really focusing on me and my my art and my things that I do and I think if you have enough distractions you'll be fine also if you just surround yourself with friends and I I don't know I think I think it's that's a very smart mentality to have I feel like when I was a freshman I was very obsessed with the idea of having like a freshman year boyfriend Mm -hmm. and like you know I read all these stories about how girls met their husbands like you know down the hall (laughs) and I was just so like I latched onto that idea and all the tv shows I'd ever watched and then I kind of forgot that real life is very different than the the stories you hear Mm -hmm. so yeah, I feel like you should definitely be intentionally single, at least in the beginning of college. Yeah, I mean, again, like if you're asking that question, I feel like you've got it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like you kind of know what you want to do. But I guess tips for that, I guess it can be really enticing to like because you see everyone else like oh like everyone's like dating and this and that well also you can date and still be single you know what I mean like you can still just like explore what you want and like whatever and like if that's what you want then that's so fine but see what's out there just you know yeah exactly you can totally do that and not like be in a committed relationship and that's fine but like also make sure that the other person knows that that's what you want so that you're not like stringing them along you know because that's that's the worst part how to determine if someone wants a serious relationship or not Oh my god, there's I so like many this one's pretty yeah. So many There's so many like telltale signs. Yeah. Okay. I I could even rattle off just like a few <laughs> just from experience of knowing whether mm. someone wants a serious relationship or just a fling. Number 1, are they proposing to hang out on weekdays? 
or just the weekend, just after hours, like if they are making a point to give you some of their time during the week, after work, after class, like whatever, like when they could be potentially hanging out with one of their friends or something, you know, if they're Mm -hmm. making those little sacrifices, not even a huge sacrifice, like I hate I even have to say that, but if they're just hitting you up on the weekend, just at 2 a.m. after going out, like that is when they, I think it's very clear it's a fling. It's not a serious relationship. Are they telling their friends about you? Do their friends know who you are? That's another one. Yeah, that that's another big one. Those You're are my so right. two big ones, I think. A big one as well would be just what are the things that you guys talk about? Like, are the, is it going a little bit below the surface or is it just kind of like, yeah. oh, like, or is it just like a conversation just to, you know, say something, but then it's not even, you know, like trying too hard or anything like that. I feel like those are the biggest ones. It's just like making time for that person. You know, it's just, it's a, a relationship is a two-way street and I guess it can get confusing, especially during this time when like no one really knows like what they want. I don't know. I feel like people just don't know what they want right now. I feel like that's the biggest thing. Have you noticed that like, well, I've just ex- experienced this with some of my friends like people Mm -hmm. saying or people getting into relationships right now because of quarantine and then kind of saying now that you know there is kind of an end in sight I feel like you know now that it's summer and some some states are reducing their restrictions a little bit do you find that people are saying like oh no I feel like I'm trapped in this relationship that I made during quarantine and like do I even like this person do I even like Mm -hmm. this person or are we just in lockdown and that's why we're together like I've right. seen that and I, I never know what to say. I'm like, oh my God, that's that. I've also <laughs> seen so many people like splitting and like just yes. going separate ways. And like, it's just been like a realization type thing, especially if you haven't lived with this person before and this was your first time living with them. And then you just realize that like, mm, I'm, I don't know about this, you know, <laughs> and then you just kind of like second guess. I think it's because it's comfortable. I think it's just comfortable. Like, I feel like people are just like, well, like I'm already with this person. Like, why not just like stay? It's either that or like now it's just like, oh, let me find someone like really quick. Because I feel like everyone just needs that sense of what what's it called? Like what am I trying to say? Like a like a sense of human, like like human somebody connection. Like you, you know? Because right yeah, now it's connection. like we don't we don't get to just like brush <laughs> shoulders with a stranger anymore. No, it's just like, or like yeah, or like talk to someone, you know, opening the door, like you know, like that uh, just doesn't happen anymore. It's like people are miss, scared to yeah. interact. Like I haven't seen someone's yeah. mouth in a long time in public. Like it's just mm-hmm. crazy. Oh, this is funny. <laughs> Someone says hooking up but scared of STDs and COVID. <laughs> it's just like two completely separate things to be scared of. So scared so of funny. everything, basically. Scared of everything. Um, yeah. Not even the person at this point, just like STDs and COVID. Like, that's funny. Are they in the same category now? Is that how it goes? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, there's like, do you have STDs or COVID? Okay, cool. Done. <laughs> I mean, just, just know where the person's been. Yeah. I think it's good to ask. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's not the safest to be like on Tinder right now and just being like, oh, who wants to hook up? Like, I feel like that's not the safest because you don't know where that person's been. But I mean, to each their own. It's a very uh, thing that you would have to judge and right. use your best judgment. But yeah, that's about it for that one. Yeah. Uh, someone said how to heal after leaving a five-year relationship where you lived together and had a dog the oh, dog that's the sad. dog oh that's my really god sad. i know the dog <laughs> oh well i know that's hard it's harder now it's harder now because we're all so alone like for the most part like we're all like you know yeah. whether if we're living with roommates or family you still feel alone because you're not getting that external like new people sense exactly. or like co-worker sense you know because usually i would say like get yourself out there, just go see what Mm -hmm. else is, but I guess you can't really exactly do that right now. I would Mm -hmm. say, I mean, 
what I've told friends of mine that have had long-term relationships end, you know, other than encouraging them to get on dating apps, because honestly, dating mm-hmm. apps is the biggest little boost of courage and like it, confidence also, it really does boost your confidence, even if you don't go on, on any dates. But I also think just, mm-hmm. you know, choosing to focus on yourself now, because I feel like after five years of sharing a life with someone else, you That's probably hard. had to yeah. make a lot of sacrifices. There's clearly a reason why you guys broke up. So remember that. Mm-hmm. I think the tendency is to always just remember the good stuff and forget about the bad, forget about the toxic That's things the in the relationship. Yeah. And I think it's just time for you to focus on yourself focus, you know, maybe start a new hobby or something that you never had time Mm -hmm. to do when you were with this other person. And I don't Mm -hmm. know. I mean, you, at the end of the day, when you die, you're with yourself. It's just you and yourself. Right. So make sure you like the person that you are. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I love that. I love that so much. And yeah, I, I feel the same way. I think it's hard to just even consider healing. So I, like, I feel like instead of saying maybe like healing and like going through something because even though it's the worst I feel like just think of it as like growing and like moving on to something better because I mean it is hard when you grow together with someone for five years like that's a chunk of your life a bit you know and then the dog yeah I I really do think it's time to prioritize yourself and like intentionally prioritize yourself as opposed to being like oh like now I'll just like you know do something for myself there's a lot of empty time that you probably are trying to fill up so use that time to do something whether that's just like starting a new yeah hobby make it worthwhile it sounds like you're like intentionally also trying to just like get better as well so I mean keep going down that road and I feel like that'll be a good time so thoughts on not moving or relocating because of a guy oh my gosh this is a big one I feel like that is after college there was a lot of chatter about this because I had friends who were dating guys for like a long time in college and then they're like do I like this guy's moving here for this job and like I could really work anywhere so do I move there for him like that sort of thing I think Mm -hmm. it that's another place where like the long-term like long-distance relationship kind of comes in too I feel like Mm -hmm. I feel as though personally if you move somewhere for a guy and you know there's just gonna be little things you're gonna start maybe hating about the place just because you were kind of quote forced to move there that's just my opinion I think but I it's it's tough I feel like it works out sometimes when like the two people decide the same city but they're still living apart and whatever I would personally yeah. never move somewhere for a guy I wouldn't yeah no me if either my, my no. thought is you know if we end up in the same place and it works out amazing it's meant to be if not right. I, I, I just think we need to take a break that's what I would do mm-hmm. but yeah I mean it also like it depends on like if this guy's also relocating for work or just to relocate just to relocate and like didn't include you in the you know decision and just decided to do it on a whim but like oh you and I watched the bull type we can so like talk about like Sutton and like you know what happened with that did you did you end up watching that of course it was so weird the way that they ended it was really weird I'm like is he getting written off the show I know I was very confused I don't know I don't know but that was really unfortunate sorry guys spoilers so like definitely skip in like a little bit if (laughs) you guys are watching the bull type and are not caught up but yeah, so Sutton like relocated for, you know, her husband. No, she didn't relocate. Like he he decided to relocate and she didn't want to go, you know. And so then she stayed in her own place and was like, "Well, I can make this work like this and this and this." And then like just so many things happened. It was just a roller coaster of emotions and I was so heartbroken. I was like, "What is going on?" But 
I like love Sutton's drive to just be like, even though I love this man so much, it's so important to prioritize my career because I mean, she also is so much younger. So she's really career driven right now. And he got the opportunity to do that because now he's older and like is ready for kids. And she's like not ready for kids. And it's this whole like uh, thing. But yeah, yeah, it was heartbreaking. <laughs> Your thoughts? <laughs> That's my like biggest fear. Just like being with yeah. someone who's just on a different page than I am. And, yeah. and me worrying about, like, if they'll break up with me, if I don't, you know, you know, I guess catch up or I don't know, like, fast forward my life. Like, I, I that is one of my fears, I guess. But with her, I think she, I think she made the right choice. I love Sutton. I think she's my favorite character. I love Sutton, but too. But I, I love her, her so, so much. I feel like she did the right thing. I feel also the, the benefit – I think that this is how it went. It was like he – was only going to be gone for like a year or something on like this, tr- like his mm-hmm. like trip or his like, I don't know what he was doing. San but, Francisco but something. Yeah, yeah, there was at least like an end in sight. Like I feel like long distance works if you know, like it's only for a short period of time or it's only for a year. Right. Then you can make it work and just visit each other and whatever. I think when it's, you just have no, like they're moving there indefinitely. You're staying here indefinitely. I feel like that's when it's like, oh gosh, I don't know if that's going to work. Yeah. But I don't know. That, that broke my heart too. They were my favorite couple. That broke my heart. That was the worst. I'm like, what producer decided this was the storyline? I know. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Should guys always make the first move? Absolutely not. I have so many opinions on this. I... (laughs) I like I don't I don't believe in that whatsoever. Is it nice <laughs> when they do it? You know, sure. Yeah. Whatever. Of course. Yeah. But I feel like there's a lot of power in us and women making the first move in that sort of relationship or just like you not always waiting for the cues of other people. Because I feel like Yeah. I had this with, with a recent uh fling here in New York or in LA. Mm-hmm. I almost said New York. Done in LA. Done. Oh, okay. Recent <laughs> fling is in like we texted. That's it so far. Because mm-hmm. COVID makes everything complicated. Good, yes. And for sure. my friends like so I'd met this guy and my friends were like, Oh my God, like you should definitely like he was definitely into you, blah blah blah, whatever. I'm like, oh that's cool. And like I didn't know the next time I was gonna see him. And so I'm like, you know what? Would it be weird if I just like got his number from my friend and just shot him yeah, a text? Yeah, exactly. And my friends were like, no, it's not weird at all. But then I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, do you think he's going to think I'm like desperate or weird? I did it. I texted oh, him. Oh, I, I guess. I guess I know what you mean. Yeah. I texted him because like I asked for his number from someone. That's, you know, I, I just feel like it's like a little weird, but I did it. And he texted me back right away. He was like, would love to see you again some like didn't hesitate would love to see you again sometime like so happy you texted me blah 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 I'm like hmm you know what I think it's like a lot of pressure I feel like guys always think they have to make the first move and so there's a lot of pressure there for them and when the pressure is taken off of them and you know the girl does it yeah it makes it better yeah they really appreciate that (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah then it's then if it's like and then if they weren't interested for whatever reason it's like ta-ta but yeah but it makes it easy for you to move on because you're like okay for sure I think it's yeah there's something so powerful about you know us making the first move and whether if that is just like getting someone's number like it doesn't have to be this like extravagant like thing you know but yeah even if it's just like getting to know someone like send that first text that's so like I feel like that's so normal for me like in not even in like a relationship sense more of more so just like getting to know that person you know yeah that's just a person what to do if my ex who I didn't even like won't leave me alone who I didn't even like yeah that that's just funny like I love that that was hilarious (laughs) but I I mean I remember you posted something on your story saying 
like oh who's had an ex reach out to them during quarantine and i feel like everyone's hands were up and like yeah something's weird in the air like i don't know a venus is in retro like what is going on people are <laughs> bored no people idea. are bored out of their minds They're so bored i feel like exes right now are just coming back in everyone's lives and it's just like what is going on like whether it's just like a text or like something that definitely happened to me during quarantine i've gotten texts from past flames like recently that's what i'm saying it's like but like what like what i don't get the goal like what what do you want to do like hang out in quarantine like pen pals like Like, what I guess everyone's just trying to, like, recycle each other and just be like, "Mm, maybe I could, you know, try this again, like, during a pandemic. Like, I don't understand the whole mentality through it all, but... I mean, if if he if they don't leave you alone, I think it's a cute little simple block moment because I mean you you can kind of block them in real life because you just don't have to see them right now. So I mean that works. Um, also, if you just like don't want to hurt their feelings and be like block, but like you still kind of have you know some kind of connection or like whatever, you can just be like, hey, like I think it's best that maybe we don't like talk as much. Like you can just like you can you, it doesn't have to be that serious. It can be super simple and just like relax, you know. Yeah. Or if you're with someone new or talking to someone new, just say, I'm sorry, this isn't a good time. I've moved yeah. on. You right. Know? And like, yeah. I, I feel like they must be sliding in a lot of people's texts if they're just, you know what I mean? That's I what like I'm saying. They're yeah, probably they're just, just yeah. reaching out to every ex and being like, hey. Right. <laughs> we don't have much in common, but we are super all about each other. Thoughts? I think that's how it's going to be for me when I find my person. I feel like when someone's too similar to me, I feel like for me, I'm super creative and I'm really like, I'm just a certain type of person. And I find when I date someone very similar to me, who's like also in the creative industry, who also just like is the way that I am. I feel like there's this weird competition sort of thing that builds. And oh, it's, I was just about to say and that. And it's like, it gets like to as be. as a dancer, I can't. Yeah, it no. gets to be a, comp- a competitive like we were kind of one-upping each other with like our projects. I, I could never yeah. date a freelancer. I just could never. I need to date someone who has, like this is going to sound funny, but I have found that it works typically for me when I find someone who has like no taste, who like can't even dress themselves. <laughs> like a super, so <laughs> super like just like a good guy, but like just needs some creative guidance in their life. Cause I find that if mm. we are to, I mean, I'm really bad at like technical things. Like I'm not good at math and financial stuff and like all that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the guys that I've met who are good at that stuff, we balance each other very well. So I think that opposites that's nice. really do attract. I was about to say the exact same thing. Opposites yeah. attract. Like, I mean, if that's what works for you, then that's what works for you. But I'm this dude, I cannot date another, like, or I say that now. I'm just going to knock on wood because I have no idea, honestly. But, like, <laughs> I could never in the foreseeable future date another dancer or actor. Like, I just, I can't. Like, that's just not something in my brain because I'm just like, well, I mean, I could, but it's just, yeah, like, we're going out for the same audition. Like, you know, like, it's, it's yeah. weird. Yeah. And also, you don't have anything else to talk about. Like, if I, like, come home to somebody or if I'm just, like, oh, like, let's date, like, whatever, and then we're talking and it's, like, all we can talk about is acting. I'm, like, I want to talk about other things. Like, how was your work? Like, what are you doing? What are you up to? And it's, like, you kind of already know what auditions I've been to if we're, you know, in the same industry. So it's weird. But, I mean, I guess personality trait-wise, I guess there is a, you know, distinct balance between somebody just – you know, having nothing, nothing, nothing in common and just being like, oh, like we're completely two different personalities. Like we don't, you know, work. Then that's, that's pretty normal. But I feel like if you have enough that's different, I feel like that's a good thing. You know, like a, right. a, a good bit amount that's different. Yeah. But you do need someone who, I think the difference between 
like you need someone of course like maybe that ha- that brings something else to the table but I also think that you need to find someone who appreciates what you do even if they mm-hmm. don't understand it or they don't do the same thing because I've I've dated guys mm-hmm. that like have no that just don't even really care about what I do they don't care to even ask or like understand mm-hmm. it they just right, think exactly they See? think when they hear oh freelancer that I'm like you know the perfect stay-at-home mom basically like for their future and they don't understand that what I do is a real job and they just don't even like I've had experiences with that that just like really rubs me the wrong way I feel like someone needs to Mm -hmm. they don't need to fully do what you do but they need to respect and and kind of you know put forth effort to understand what you do there's a there's a there's a distinct balance and I think you can definitely figure that out so I mean you can test it out see how that works for you again it's different from person to person and personality to personality but I think you'll figure it out so yeah someone says does age gap matter so I'm younger I'm on the younger side of the spectrum so Katie's a little bit older than me but I feel like age gap for me it really does depend on stage of life yeah like I really do think it's about stage of life as opposed to like number I feel like in high school yes I think age gap does matter because that's kind of that's a really like when you're in your teen years like age 13 can so be so 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 different from age 15 but when you're like 20 something it's like 20 and 22 like doesn't really matter you know what I'm saying but for me I feel like I just can't date a teenager like I can't really do that just because it's it's a weird like I didn't go to college I went straight to New York City so it's it's not one of those things where I'm like, oh, where's a high schooler that I can date? You know, like I'm already out of high school and I'm already just like pursuing my own craft and like being my own woman and doing my own thing. So it is normal for me to date someone who's maybe five or six years older than me. And that just kind of works. But I don't really like I don't just like disclose my age. And it's just like I'm young. Like, you know, <laughs> like I just I just date whoever, you know, like has the same attraction and mutual attraction. And like it's as simple as that. But yeah. What about you? What's your thoughts? I, I have a lot of thoughts. So like you, I also feel like we're kind of one and the same as far as like when I was younger, I was always just like, people were always telling me you're so mature for your age. And I'm, I just heard that like so often. And it was probably just because I had my own, I had my own business like very early on. I was very business driven and like cared about things people didn't really, my age didn't really care about. So mm-hmm. I feel like when I was younger, I was always like considering and dating up. And now I've kind of settled into like, like you said, stage of life. Because I'll go on dates with people who are like, so I'm 24, so I'll go on dates with people who are maybe like 28, 29, like, you know, a little Mm -hmm. older than me. And I find, this isn't always the case, but just based on my experience, I feel like those people are kind of looking for, you know, to get married in the next or propose to someone pretty soon. And I'm not not ready for that at all. So, Mm -hmm. like, I would feel a certain type of pressure dating someone that age that's feeling that way there's certain certainly people mm-hmm. who are like 29 30 who are still like living life and are like I have no yeah I was no idea say, in New York when yeah, I'll get married New York oh New York just like so like yeah that. that's the that's why I was about to say right yeah. so it really depends on the person because there are the certain you know from like honestly the first date if the person mm-hmm. is like one of those accelerated 30 down, year yeah. olds that are like <laughs> I want to have kids in two years are you ready like right. that's but <laughs> I don't know. I think it's you really feel it out. I don't think age really has any impact on like whether mm-hmm. I have feelings for someone. I mean, certainly right. you have to consider the legality of it. Would I date a seventeen year old? No, mm-hmm. because that's illegal. Exactly. So, exactly. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. I think I think age is just if you focus so much on like if you're focusing so much on age, like you don't like the person. Like you you'll yeah, see past that exactly if you really like the person. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, someone said, I have this one boy that I have a crush on, but my friend has a crush on him too. What do I do? <gasps> it's one of those situations. Oh my God. You know what I would do? Here's what I would do. Pres- preserve the friendship over everything. The friendship is the mm-hmm. most important thing. I know it's hard, especially when you have like a crush on someone. But I I would even I would just say you need to have a conversation with the, the girl or your friend and say, like, it's gonna be uncomfortable, okay? Especially if the mm-hmm. guy like chooses one of you, because then but I I am right. so pro like no guy is worth losing friends over. No I one. so agree. N- not yeah. even a husband. Like, no. No, don't like you should preserve <laughs> that friendship over everything because a lot of Agreed. relationships with guys are very fleeting and I would just have an honest conversation with the with the girl. Maybe she's feeling the same way. Maybe she, it's just, yeah, if there's an awkward thing there, just like nip it in the bud and have a conversation about it. There are so many other fish in mm-hmm. the sea. It's not worth ruining your friendship. Agreed. Um, I feel like that's, I, I think this was asked, asked by like a younger person. So I would assume you're in like high school or something. And like, especially in this point in time, it's like, it is so early in the game to like definitely lose a friend. Like, especially yeah. if you've known this person for a while over, you know, some guy that you just like, oh, like he's cute, you know, whatever. And I mean, it's also just kind of like a morality, like girl code type thing. Like, you know, if that other, you know, girlfriend or whoever friend, like, you know, feels the same way about that guy and is like not willing to prioritize you over you know, the guy, then that says something more about them, you know? So, I mean, it really also does depend on how close you are with this friend because sometimes it can be like an acquaintance and you're just like, ah, like, I don't really know. Like that would be stepping on someone's toes, whatever. So it's important to just feel it out. Communication is so key, not just in relationships, but in friendships, especially that deal with this kind of, you know, crossover. Like I'm, I'm into this person, whatever type thing. And yeah, it's it's just important to have a conversation because the last thing that you want to do is like, the one episode in every single like teen show where like they'd have a you know fling with this one guy and it's like oh you like him too and like whatever so yeah that's just such talk, a storyline communication that's would like solve a story it line. yeah that's like every single show it's <laughs> like oh my god she likes him too what do i do you know it's one of those things so is it weird to be close friends with an ex especially if you broke up amicably oh amic- amicably oh my god amic- yeah i'm like what amic- amicably i think i think if you broke up amicably I cannot say that amicably. Um, that's a much easier word to type than to say out loud. I oh, for think, sure. <laughs> I think then, yeah, I think you can be friends with the next. I think as long as there's clear boundaries, I think like yeah, for sure. You, I, I've had it where you know I've broken something off with someone and we've ended on good terms, and the person will just like drunk text me things or like I don't know. I think as long as there are clear boundaries that we are no longer together, and that there's no like lovey feelings here it's like we're both moving on but we can still talk I think it's fine but I think it also just depends on the way you left the relationship and yeah that's an important if one, yeah. you feel like if you don't feel ready to have a friendship with the guy or the girl you know you shouldn't have to like you don't have to mm-hmm. be like jolly good friends after a breakup like that's something I think that it's a romantic idea that you can always be friends with the person mm-hmm. but sometimes that's just not how it goes and in order to for move sure. on and to grow from it you can't talk for a while maybe a year later you know you yeah. could like become friends but don't rush yeah, it yeah don't rush it it's not something where it's like oh we broke up in a month like oh like we should be friends you know like maybe it'll take five years for you to possibly cross right. path again and be like yeah like we're cool like we're so cool you know it's weird because I have this issue like currently <laughs> it's kind oh. of worse but it's like yeah no it's <laughs> awful like we'll definitely talk about this off the record Katie but <laughs> it's just so much just 
stuff. But it's it's tough. It's tough to stop yeah, talking so to the person tough. after talking to them to every day. To someone that you also grew up with. Yeah, exactly. It's that, hard. Yeah, exactly. When you break things off, it's like, how do you, you, you don't only lose the relationship, you lose the friend. And it's just, it's one of those things as well. So... I don't know. It's weird. I mean, but it sounds like if you guys broke up like in a friendly manner and everything's cool and maybe time has passed by. Yeah, that's fine. But she did also say close friends. Like I want to preface. She said close friends. That doesn't so, sound I mean, healthy to me. Like, that sounds a little. Yeah, too I'm like, too if, close. You're like if you're like that sounds a little close. It's. I think it's cool to be friends, but maybe if it's too close, that might obviously spark into something like that's just that sounds like a another thing ready to broil you know but I mean maybe you maybe you want that I don't know if that's something that you're hinting at but it's again communication set boundaries I guess that's the biggest thing yeah <laughs> how to move on without any closure oh that's, that's like so hard. that's like a whole episode in its own I yeah. guess <laughs> I feel like if the other person isn't willing to like to give you closure and to like come to an agreement there or just something like that. You have to give yourself closure because I think otherwise, yeah. like give your, yourself permission to move on, I guess, and give your kind of give yourself that push to move on. I think it, it really does suck. And I've had it on multiple occasions where there hasn't been mm-hmm. closure. And I, I just, I feel like if anything, it really, it affirms to you, confirms that, it was not meant to be because if the person isn't even yeah. decent enough to give you closure, like how are you expecting them to be something lifelong? Like there's just no way. So right. I think take, take yeah. that as enough closure for you to move on that the person's a jerk basically. <laughs> that too. Yeah. I mean, closure is weird because for me, I'm a pretty like, I would tell, you know, someone like, what's up? Like, I would never just leave someone like hanging and being Mm -hmm. like, oh, like, why did you do that? And just like ghost them or like something like that. But like, also, if they're just being stubborn enough to not give you the closure, I just feel like it's so easier and like so much easier said than done because I'm a person that like wants closure as well. Like, I mean, I feel like everyone wants closure. Like, why did this happen? Like, what's going on? You know, like, are we cool? Let's move on, whatever. But if that doesn't happen and that person is just being stubborn and aggressive (laughs) in a way that like they just don't want to give it to you just to piss you off and just to make you angry, then it's moving on time you know it's just time to move on that is hard because you're always going to have it in the back of your mind like oh what could I have done like like all the scenarios run through your head and that's the worst thing but at the same time it's like you have to prioritize you moving on first then to you know think about him moving on and why he right. moved on, you know or like vice versa oh okay this is interesting this is okay so this is slightly different but it's kind of the same so it says is it worth it to abandon your dream job and career just to have a family with your lover so it's like kind of similar to like oh that's so hard but that's that's hard because well what are your priorities I feel like especially if you would be carrying the child like it really is important to see if this is are you ready for this is this something that you're willing to invest your body and time into you know what I'm saying like are you able to continue your dream job like freelance style like in your own way like there's so many different possibilities but I mean if your goal if your end-all be-all goal was to have a family and you'd rather prioritize that over a dream job in your career and that's like your end-all be-all goal then so be it that is so fine like to each their own but for me personally my job and career like over anything for me so you know and then family comes later whatever like after that and then that would be my priority when I'm ready but yeah what are your I yeah I, I think you definitely need to really consider all just just consider everything don't make a rash decision just because your partner Mm -hmm. is kind of encouraging you or your biological clock is ticking I think because then you could end up resenting the child which isn't fair I don't think 
Mm-hmm. I'll be out my recycling truck outside. <laughs> <laughs> yes, recycling. Um, but I, I don't know. When I, when I worked at L'Oreal, I, like, there were so many badass moms that, you know, had kids at home. Mm. So I think that it's, it just depends on you. And it's definitely possible to be a, a badass mom with a kid, you know, and still right. work and still Agreed. be a CEO. And, you know, I think Kylie it's, Jenner, Miss yeah, Ma'am. it's definitely possible in this day and age. But like, just make sure it's something that you want to do because no right. child deserves to be brought into this world with, to a family who doesn't like, you know, who the mom who resents the kid because it, they took the job away mm-hmm. from them. And like, you know, just make sure it's something you, right. I don't think, I think sometimes you do need to have a really hard conversation with yourself and say, you know, I, my career can't always mm-hmm. come first because I, I think as women, we're really forced to, to choose sometimes, which really it's unfortunate, choose, yeah. but it is always, you know, it's also a gift because like we are, we are strong enough to be able to do the career and have the kids. And like, I don't know, For I sure. think take it as something that's empowering and not limiting. Mm-hmm. Not like, oh, I have to, that's a big one. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, if you're saying, is it worth it to abandon your dream job? It's like, right. if that's your dream job. And like, that's what you've always wanted to do. Is there a way that you don't necessarily have to abandon it and can still like keep it in your life? Like maybe instead of like, for example, like for me, I'm a professional dancer. So if you were a professional dancer, it's kind of hard to to have a baby (laughs) and still dance. So I mean, that's like abandoning it for a short period of time. But maybe you want to choreograph and maybe you want to focus on something else. Studio, yeah, like that deals with your dream job, but necessarily abandon it. I feel like you know, if it's your dream job, especially, it's not just like your career that you're just like, oh, like the way that I make money. You know, it's like if this is something you really love. I don't think it's really worth it to just completely abandon, like completely abandon it just to have a family if that wasn't your goal, you know? But I agree. I think that's a conversation that you need to have with yourself as well as your partner, whoever that may be. So, right. Yeah. We're just going <laughs> to, we're going to end off with a funny question. So, Yay. this is the last question we're going to answer. Question. And it says, delete photos with your ex from social media or no? <laughs> oh my God. That's such a good one. It's funny. I But it's weird from like an like it's weird from like a public figure like perspective, like someone like huge, you know, and then like an influencer perspective oh, and then like then just it the sends person a message. who just goes to college. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's like more of a message like, oh, like I hate this person, you know, or do you just keep it cool? That's the same way with like some people that don't follow their exes on social media. I think right. it it really depends on of course how the breakup ended how the relationship Mm -hmm. ended. But I also think like it's kind of a mature move to just keep the pictures there and, you know, to just move on and, you know. And maybe you can unfollow just to keep it away. But like if you keep the pictures up there, it's like that's a part of your timeline and your story. Like I don't think you have to be like, oh, especially if you like really had that person on your social media and then it's like all those photos are gone and the majority of the pictures with them are gone. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's a message more so, yeah. But do do what makes you happy at the end of the day. If it like if it makes you feel like it's a clean slate and you're moving on, do it. But like if you if, right. if you're not really like if you've never really thought about it and you've had these pictures like don't like be like oh gosh I should probably delete those like I don't know if it right. really like if it right. doesn't cause you severe harm like just just I don't know that's a personal decision yeah I guess to each their own but that goes with every single one of these I feel like relationship advice and dating is just so to the person and to know, whatever situation is going on. So it's so, yeah, so it's weird. But I think Katie and I did a kind of a good job. I think we did a pretty good I job. Think so I, I think so, yeah, too. I think so, too. I'm proud of us. Job. 
we covered a lot of bases. So I think I think that's the end of the episode, guys. So thank you so much, Katie, for joining. You were literally my favorite human Anytime. ever. I'll talk about dating yeah. all day. I love it. If you guys want a part two in the future, just let us know. Yeah, we're here. We're here. Shout out your Instagram and all your other handles right now. Yeah, you can find me just basically by searching my first and last name. So it's K-A-T-Y Bilotti, like Pilates. That's how I say to pronounce. And then, yeah, Thick and Thin is my podcast. I post every Thursday um, on there. It's about life, love, previously New York City, but now Los Angeles. It was literally my tagline was life, love, New York City. I had to alter that a little (laughs) bit. I talk about uh, dating. I talk about history. I talk about a lot of fun things on there and I just I really have a, a footprint on every platform these days so just search me yes <laughs> so which is amazing so yes I will leave all of that stuff down below so it makes it easier yeah. for you guys and yeah thanks again this no is problem so this has been so fun thank you guys so much for listening and I will talk to you guys in the next episode bye-bye